bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's the bottom line, 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint, Matt, Brennan, Landon. Those Pringles. What flavor? You just show up the can. Honey mustard? Cheddar cheese. Cheddar cheese. That was a very yellow can. Nice. I'm a... I used to be a huge pizza Pringle fan. What happened? I just don't get them anymore. It's not like I dislike them. I just, we just, I just don't get them. And honestly, because uh, my wife is a huge, you know, used to the lack of armrest. Huh? I don't like it. Uh, we were such babies. Just all so? everyone in the studio turns into a giant baby. Uh, my wife likes the uh, salt and vinegar Pringles, and I'm, I'm in, I'm in. I didn't, I didn't come around to salt and vinegar flavored chips. To like two years ago, I'm with. That, I'm all in. That's about me. I just can't. I can't eat the eat salt and vinegar flavor, like I can mm-hmm. like sour cream or barbecue and stuff like that. Like very small portion of salt and vinegar I can handle. Then I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, these aren't very good. They are much better with like a sandwich, like with food and and not just by themselves. Okay, but yeah, I'm in on the salt and vinegar. Okay. Uh, last week, you get your first Big Twelve win, mm-hmm. Matthew. Uh, you beat Houston. Yay. Put up points. Mm-hmm. What were your uh, takeaways? Offense played much better. Mm-hmm. Um, defense had me a little nervous. Sure. Um, special teams came in clutch, clearly. Big time. So, I think the team looked good. Were you uh, surprised with how they won it? Because... If I, I'm, I'm trying to remember what, I'm, I'm generally trying to remember what your score was that you had picked going into I had the a game, but it was lower, lower scoring, score. Yes, right? I did. I had a yeah. much lower score. Um, I think that that's, that's kind of the recipe that you need to follow is to mm-hmm. hand the ball off and to run the ball. Now, again, our special teams came up clutch. You can't well, yeah. count on that every game, but I think that should be the recipe of, let's run the ball. We, mm-hmm. you know, you've got playmakers and Taj Brooks and Cameron Valdez where you, you those guys can go out and, and, and get some plays for you and be the playmakers you have. And then, you know, I'm still not a hundred percent convinced that we have as good as receivers as what we really thought we had coming in, especially on paper. And that's okay. If your main playmakers are Taj Brooks and Valdez and you're able to execute and run behind the line and get some confidence in your linemen and, then that opens up the passing. It doesn't have to be passing opens up the run. You can do it the old school way of let's run the ball and then that open up the play action. So I liked it. I think the team played much better. Like I said, the the, the first half defense was was kind of scary. I was like, oh man, like and, and Donovan Smith our, was playing out of his mind. Prior to to the Houston game, our defense. I've said it multiple times on the show that our defense has been great. It's our offense, and then you go into Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Donovan Smith is a. Uh, Clearly, just uh, dotting us up left and right, um, but they ended up playing better the second half. So mm-hmm. we said it again. This is a good jump point. Can it carry to an away game against Baylor? Yeah, and, and it's a it's going to be a different world type of game, right? Because because we, we know you have just generally played better at home offensively than away, but still, like outside of just blowing Houston out. Which, I mean, you pull away and you have a, a good win score-wise. But outside of just, like, blowing them out from start to finish, if you had said, hey, you know, one one part of, of your team is really going to struggle in the first half, but you're still going to win the game, I honestly would have rather seen, okay, yeah, the defense struggle and then bounce back the way they did. Otherwise, we'd still have the exact same concerns. And I'm not saying that they're not there offensively, because, like, you know, you have to go do that in Waco now. Like, you have to continue that offense on the road, uh, play calling, execution, all of it. Every Everything that was just sloppy mm-hmm. 
uh, and out of sorts uh, at, at West Virginia, at Wyoming, um, even, I mean, at, at, against Tarleton. Yeah. All of those things that, that looked so much better against Houston at home, which Houston is not a very good defense, you have to go do that against Baylor. Now, the nice thing is, as you continue to like take those steps of what I want you to continue to develop with that run game, as of now, Baylor has not been very good at stopping that. Their run defense has not been good. Um, that doesn't mean that you you know won't show up and just be completely out of sorts again, but I, I think that is a good mixture to continue to develop the steps you took from last week's win. Yeah, you've got to have the same offensive mind. Um, again, the only thing I take away, you know, not the only thing, but one of the takeaways from the Houston-Texas Tech game is the score, obviously 49-28, is take away your special teams. You, again, you can't count on it. So it's 35-28 is offensively we put up the, the, that 35 points. So, But going into Baylor, you, as you said, they, they don't stop the run very well. Mm-hmm. Tech has notoriously played much worse away, but you've you've just got to line up and run. You've got to force it down them and you know, kind of rinse and repeat of what you did this week. And that's And it's so interesting the difference that a quarter makes. Because if Be- if Baylor doesn't have a game gift wrapped for them in the fourth quarter last week against UCF, as as what up and down twenty eight was it like a 28 26 point points in the fourth quarter yeah, of a comeback uh, yeah. two turnovers in there from UCF when you're just trying to just run out the clock dude I mean I mean just and and I know oh well you can't all the way run it out from the start from the fourth quarter yeah in that <clears throat> scenario when you're up by that much yes you can and they were running hurry up they were snapping it early in the count but still Baylor the difference that that fourth quarter makes as bad as you have felt about this season at times Baylor would have been sitting there feeling even worse at one and four but now I mean, you look, and they're hosting. They do have uh, some momentum that they're riding in. They are back in Waco. Um, two and three, just like you. One and one, just like you. Yeah. The 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 takeaway from Baylor is that two of their games came against top top ranked opponents. Of course, obviously, you know Texas Tech losing to Oregon, but they they did lose to Texas, thirty eight to six, a complete schlocking. And then again, week two lost to Utah at uh, twenty to thirteen. So. Well, they had a similar feel where but Texas State. There's no excuse, right? You just can't. Yeah, te- Texas State. I feel like they got caught off guard. Texas State did a lot of what Colorado did, like fifty something new kids there. Yeah, just brought um, in a whole new team. And 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 they've also just played well. But still, that's not like if you are Baylor, that is an inexcusable loss. Hundred um, percent. And then even in their win against Long Island, like they they didn't look good. And, and like they looked head. worse than what you did. Uh, against Tarleton, and you didn't look just bad against Tarleton. You just looked flat offensively, is yep. the way I would put it. Um, and man, what like I said, what a difference a, a quarter makes over there. Um. Ooh. Ooh. Clint, you have to be a UT or KSU fan for the rest of your life. Which one are you choosing? Patrick, I really hate that question. <laughs> I really despise. Yes, yes. I well, really, good thing really. It's not hate. real life. So, three, two, one. Um, I'm gonna cheat and wait until after the season's over, and mm. then take UT because I'm never. You're never gonna play them. So UT for you, the win. You're never gonna play them. No, but it's UT. But you're never gonna play. You them. would pick them over your arch rival. Yeah, because because they're gonna play Kansas State, and by the way, Texas Tech is gonna play Kansas State. Every single year, and Kansas State has owned you. You heard it, folks. So there you go. That, that's my Bebo decision. Is right here beside us. No, that's just that's my decision in that fake scenario. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. Bad question, Patrick. Bad question. Keep them up. No, that was a really good question. <laughs> uh, so, what are you looking for then on Saturday? Is it? St- I mean, I, told I mean, you. I mean, I mean, offensively, sticking with the run game. Sticking with Taj Brooks, like you said, but defensively, because as you mentioned, I mean, first half made you a little bit nervous, but Donovan Smith was playing incredible. You weren't getting any pressure, but to their credit, I mean, you completely changed the tide in the second half, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, simplified the defense, had a lot of young guys in, 
Uh, Rabbit is supposed to be back this week, which I think will help. Um, hopefully that's like not something that is re-aggravated with his back, but I think that uh, I think it was good seeing a lot of young guys step up, right? Defensively and and show that one. And we talked about this. Like like take Ben Roberts. Now Ben Roberts has been in there since the Wyoming game, but like guys like that, Dingle, Chapman, all of those guys, seeing them like, hey, there's your current like coming up and and taking a step for you that you need to due to injury or whatever. Um, but also you're watching your future there too. Well, that for that's the defense. The core and, of coming and, up, and so yeah. that was. That was uh, impressive and important to me. I mean, still some things to work on, but see what happens on Saturday. It's the bottom yep. line on her 0.7 score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Welcome back to the Bottom Line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott. Matt Essenson, Landon Parrish, Brennan Riker behind the glass. Uh, we will have high school football on the airwaves tonight. Friendship is at Midland Legacy at 6.30 on Double T 97.3. 6.30 here on 100.7 The Score. Lubbock Cooper at home against Amarillo High. I think that Cooper-Amarillo game is going to be a great game. Possibly, possibly we'll see a district decider. Uh it's ending for friendship in Midland Legacy. But you also have Friday Night Live back on Double T 97.3, 10 o'clock, to wrap up the evening. Of course, we are in postseason baseball, Matt. Uh, the Rangers will be taking on the Orioles next. The Astros host the Twins. Uh, you can catch both of those series on 100.7, the score. And, yes, you heard that right, both series. On 100.7, the score with Texas Tech football tomorrow. Rangers usually on double T 97.3 since those games will be stacked. Uh, 12 o'clock first pitch for the Rangers tomorrow. And then 3.45 first pitch for the Astros. You'll hear both of those games on 100.7, the score. But the Braves also about to start uh, after they're by their first series. And the Braves, Matt, have given away some of their playoff food items. Who doesn't like ballpark food for some for some things like i think for the nacho for the hot dog and i would listen to an argument for the burger although i usually do not get them Mm. the best versions are at ballparks i also think ice cream for that matter because you get the uh, helmet ice cream you don't know what it's like to be my size amy how how dare you Uh, see which, <laughs> see which of these items, uh, we champ Matt, Landon, and Brandon, uh, that you would most likely order. Because here's the thing, though, like, there's some ridiculous food items. Some of these, I'm like, I don't know if I'm making it through the rest of the game, because I might pass out after I eat it. We'll see which one sounds the best to you. All right. All right, for their postseason bites, uh, there is the sweet grounder. First up, it's a charred broiled sweet Italian sausage with provolone cheese, roasted red peppers. I don't know what tobacco onions. I don't know if I'm assuming that's the type of onion. Uh, and garlic aioli on a hoagie roll. That is pretty in line with ballpark food. Pretty Man, good. that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't eaten lunch. I just hope you're hurrying to food. That doesn't even sound like a ballpark food. That sounds like something that if you went to a fancy Italian restaurant, that's what you would order. Mm, I don't. Mm. I don't know if I'm ordering any sort of hot dog. Can I get a hoagie? Because at the end of the day, this is still this is this is like a fancy hot dog, right? (laughs) Saucy. That'd be fifty-seven ninety-nine. Garçon, (laughs) where's your bar S menu, garçon? I don't see it on here. <laughs> oh, open flame. Fancy on a stick. Uh, the brush back is another food item here. It is a half pound of beef brisket smoked for 12 hours and then covered in caramelized sweet onions, mushrooms, and jalapenos. So pretty, again, just a pretty straightforward, delicious sounding sandwich. It does look massive uh, on the video that I saw of it. 
Um, there is a <laughs> food item called Whole Another Ball Game, which is an all-beef Italian meatball braised for two hours, placed in a glove-inspired bread bowl, and covered in fresh mozzarella. This does not give the weight of this thing, but this is the one that I look at. If I eat this, I am not, I'm not staying awake for the rest of the game because it's a, it is a legit bread bowl, all meatball. Like, like it is, the, looks like a thin layer of bread, and then it looks like a human head-sized meatball. It is massive. Okay. Big pile of meat. Big pile of meat is right. Uh, and then the last one uh, is a giant chicken ain't nothing but a bluebird sandwich. Which comes double stack style with fried lemon pepper, wet chicken breasts. So fried chicken breasts. Green tomatoes. In between three glazed donuts. Finished with a peach bourbon coulis and powdered sugar. That that sounds too much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like that one intrigues me the most. Oh. But that sounds too much. I would I would probably roll with option one, the glorified glizzy. I was all the way in on that that chicken one until there was donuts involved, and now I am could not be more out on that. Yeah, I would have to agree. I'm going with the the luxury Italian dinner of the of the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I'm, I think for me, like I, I was with you on that. Like the the fourth one, I was like, okay, this is kind of sounding enticing. And then you threw in the donuts, and I'm like, that oh, doesn't gosh. go good with the beverage that I'll be drinking at the ballpark. So you're not doing donuts and beer. Which is absolutely what you mean. No, no. The old, the old Coors Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Coors P. Kreme, as they call it. It's probably not something. Uh, I think I'm going... <laughs> yeah, I'm... In, in opposite order, I'm staying all the way away from the giant meatball first. That just seems like misery. Oh, that's... Just, just misery. Uh, the chicken sandwich at third... Although if I was sitting at my house, I would, like it was like a DoorDash thing. I would probably try it because I don't have to do anything. Like for it's like a, I am not planning on anything else for the rest of the day. And the meatball probably is that one too. But I don't really want to try the meatball one. I want to try the chicken sandwich, but not at a ballpark. Um, and then the as you called it, the glorified glizzy is second. But the brushback that's my number one. That half pound beef brisket sandwich. Brushback is number three for me. So chicken would be four. Oh, man. Brushbacks number three, uh-huh. meatball two, glorified glizzy. It's, just, it's just a meatball. Mine's the exact same. I'm one hundred percent. Thank you. Well, that shows way. we're right. So, how about that? How about that? Get, give me the fancy Italian hot dog <laughs> all day of the week. That's my number one right there. Okay, Brennan, I would love to go to a fancy place with you now. Whatever you deem fancy. Like, just to see what you order. Did you see that mac and cheese out of the crack? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sir, where are your chicken fingers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the adult. <laughs> Look, they gave me seven forks. Sir, sir, uh, hamburger plain and dry, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's Jamie. That's Jameson. Uh, the one with the uh, donut should have been called the foul ball. That would have been a good name. That yeah. would have been a good name. You can hit us up on the Exploring Center chat line as well. All right. Brennan, please hit us up with a money play of the day. Story Sexton, the six-foot freshman, into the attacking half. Down the wing to Elise Anderson. Anderson into the 18. Cross through the top of the six. A swing and a goal! And what a score from Sam Courtright! Kerr. Attacking half and final third into the 18. Kerr gets deep and Kerr rolls it into the back of the net for the 2-1 lead. Alex Kerr in the 61st puts the Red Raiders on top. Yeah, how about that? Uh, Still undefeated on the season. That was a great matchup last night for Texas Tech soccer. Big time in Provo ends up in a 2-2 draw, but uh, still now... You have TCU on Sunday afternoon. TCU coming in ranked 23rd. Uh, and by virtue of those results, <laughs> Tech and TCU are tied atop the Big 12 standings with 16 points. So another uh, big one on Sunday, but a great performance last night from Texas Tech soccer. As they're, they just keep rolling on. That was a great, a great start for them so far. Yep. Uh, they got 
uh, a lot of meat in the schedule left, but great start. Uh, this on the Ace Flooring Center chat line. Donuts and chicken isn't too far from chicken and waffles. It's a great point. Not true. Chicken and waffles is amazing. Well, I think chicken and waffles is already walking a thin line, and to, to switch the waffles to donuts just exceeds the line very What do you far. mean a thin line? Like, it, chicken chicken and waffles is already kind of like, like, it's good, don't get me wrong, but it's kind of like, this is a little weird. And then you throw donuts in there, it's like, okay. It's only weird if you make it weird. This is this is very weird. You're going gonna to put syrup on your on your uh, donuts and try it that way? Don't tempt me. I am a huge. Don't tempt me. Huge. And I say that because everywhere we go that's got it and I've had it, I'm a huge chicken and waffles fan. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, If if the syrup is right. Oh, I uh, yeah, I'm a big chicken and waffle fan. Yes, sir. Good looking shirt. <laughs> you too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> same to Josh. Josh is out there wearing the same thing. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I need a, uh, I need a much better blind projections Friday than I did last week. It was uh, rough. By the way, congratulations, Jamie, on your win. Gosh, you lost a series. Brennan did. Yes, I lost big time. Uh, time to pick some more games on the bottom line. You've got someone hundred point seven score, one hundred seven score dot com. We'll dive right in. And then when Brennan's not here on Monday, we'll change his answers. <laughs> and I mean, make sure we get it right. Shh! Don't, don't tell course, him our secrets. Of course, y'all you know, would never ever cheat at any game here on the bottom line. Never. There's Cheaters no such are thing not as allowed. Collusion. We all no. know that Clint's a very, very, very competitive person. But I also believe in the honor of competition. So what you're saying is you're corrupt. No. I think that's why we play so many games. So Clint can compete. So he has the chance to win at he does, least one. He does win a lot, though. I didn't last week, though. All he does is win. Win, win, win. Except when he does not. Does he have money on his mind? Will he ever give it up? If I had something to give up, probably. I don't. Uh, let's start off, Jamie, with high school football. We'll have both of these games that we'll pick. On these fine airwaves over on Double T97.3, Friendship at Midland Legacy, 630 here on 100.7 The Score. It's Cooper versus Amarillo High. Let's start with the Friendship matchup. Friendship or Midland Legacy, Jamie? Give me the Tigers. The Tigers. Uh, Landon Brennan? Uh, I'm going to have to stick with the hometown and go go Legacy on that one. Brennan? I'm going with Friendship. Oh, man. Friendship sweep here. Uh, then we will go to the Cooper-Amarillo matchup. You did hear Landon say Midland Legacy, right? Oh, no. <laughs> I checked you. Just ignored his answer. I checked you. I checked you. I just I checked myself. <laughs> his don't count. He's just an intern. <laughs> wow, that's hard. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> I meant it's a friendship tiger sweep between us three. <laughs> How about since it's Clint was so rude lane. to you... <laughs> We'll let you fill in for me on take versus take. Today. <laughs> what? what? What is this turning against take versus take? I don't understand it. <laughs> you act like this is new. <laughs> you have so much fun. You love playing silly little now games. Now you're my wife. Given Jamie's now you're my wife. Silly little You answers. have so much fun. You, you do. You love this. You enjoy this. You, <laughs> you like it. You play take versus take, and you like it, Jamie. You love this vegetable. Just eat it. You love it. Yeah, you've always liked take versus take. Eat it. It's good for you. So you can grow big and strong. So Cooper Amarillo. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the pirates. Landon, I'm not going to listen, but go ahead. <laughs> Give me Cooper. All right. Amarillo. Got it. Brennan? Amarillo. Really? Man. Wow. You going to pick? I agree with Jamie. And Landon. That's, That's going to be a, a really good ball game. I was just trying to kiss up. 
Never. Uh, let's go to <laughs> Major League Baseball. This is combined wins over the weekend, so max of four here between the Rangers and the Astros in their respective series. Landon, I'll let you go first. We've got three. Three. How is that divided? Uh, two Astros, one Ranger. Okay. Two Rangers, one Astro. So three for you as well. I'm going to go two. I think one each. I'm going to disagree with Clint. I'm going to say each team is going to lose one and win one. So two total. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's go to the NFL. Kansas City is at Minnesota. Brennan, do you have the Chiefs or the Vikings? I have the Vikings. I, I have was, the Chiefs. I was just about to say who in their right mind would pick the Vikings. Brennan. 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 Again, right mind. Average sized hat, Brennan. <laughs> Landon. Not that it matters, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. <laughs> good. Good. Good answer. I'll take the Vikings to lose. This The new Chiefs beef, too. What do you hate more? Chiefs or take versus take? <laughs> yeah. My mom said if I didn't have anything to say, anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. If you have anything nice to say, don't say anything. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I could have believed it both ways. <clears throat> uh, Dallas for Sunday Night Football, taking on the 49ers in San Francisco. I have the 49ers winning this one, Jamie. Yeah, I think I think Dallas will make it close, but I think San Fran wins. Yeah, Landon, we've got the Cowboys. 49ers. Mm. Uh, let's go to the Big Twelve, shall we? Can we move the mic a little bit farther away from Brennan? I mean, the, I mean, dude's gonna like pull a hamstring or something trying to get to the mic. And that's in a chair. <laughs> Is that a short joke, Jamie? <laughs> I don't. I just. I feel bad for you in there. I mean. Yeah. Can we lower the mic? Brendan can't reach it. <laughs> it just feels like you're having to go so far to get to it. Surely that chair goes higher, right? Can we get him a high chair back there? <laughs> Let's go to the Big Twelve. This is the only one we'll pick against the spread, Jamie. Kansas State, and this game's tonight. I uh, believe on ESPN. Eleven and a half point favorite for the Wildcats. They're at Oklahoma State. Yeah, I'll take K State to cover. Okay, Landon? Yeah, I've also got K-State. Brennan? Give me the fighting Alan Bowmans to cover. Okay, yeah, okay. I feel better about leaving Brennan on an island. Uh, I'll take Kansas State with the points. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas, the last time the Red River Tickle Fight uh, is played as a Big 12 matchup. Landon, Sooners or Longhorns? Unfortunately, I've got the Longhorns. Brennan? Oklahoma. I uh, I think the Longhorns are going to win this too. I'll take Texas. UCF is at Kansas. Brennan, Knights, or Jayhawks? Bluebirds. Okay, I will take Jayhawks as well. Jamie? Is your real quarterback back? No, he's not. I'll Theirs is. I'll still, still take Kansas. <laughs> and as John Rice Pumley comes back, Jalen Daniels still out another week. Landon? I will also go with Kansas. How about TCU at Iowa State? I'll take TCU in this one, but I think this is going to be a close game. Jamie? Mm. All right, I'll go out on that limb. I'll take Iowa State. I don't think that's a crazy pick this week. TCU did not look good against West Virginia. No, but... West Virginia is better than we thought. Yeah, but Jamie still. just picked Iowa State so we don't hit the Go Frogs button. <laughs> there may be some truth to uh, that. I see your math back there. Brennan, Cyclones or Frogs? TCU. Landon? Yeah, give me the Frogs. All right, Texas Tech at Baylor. Of course, we'll have this game tomorrow on Double T 97.3. I need a score with it. Jamie, what happens tomorrow? Texas Tech wins 37-33. Landon? I've got Texas Tech 38-24. to Ooh, that's close to mine. Brennan? Baylor wins 24-21. Man. Waco Brennan back there. Uh, Texas and Tech, all of his green. And all of his green, yeah. Literally. 
Texas Tech. He's green with envy. This is not the yellow that they're wearing tomorrow, okay? That's this, That's this mustard. It. It's not yellow. It's true. Texas Tech will win tomorrow, by the way, 38-27. to 27. I'll take it. For a tiebreaker, I need the uh, amount of Josh Young hits over the weekend. Brennan, you go first. Three. Landon? Four. Five. Jamie? Three. Can he pick three? No. It's a tiebreaker. It's a tiebreaker. Two. We really don't keep track of Landon's because he's not here every week, so if you want four, <laughs> you can take four. Nope. Do. Landon, you really do exist. Clint used to be nice to me. That mm-hmm. Something has happened today. <clears throat> Can't tell you. You that's, know, that's you know what you did. Clint has been. He Landon. found out you're filling in during fit take versus take, and now you're his arch enemy. Landon, you know what you did. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it is the bottom line, 100.7. The score. Uh, Jamie will play take versus take, and he will like One it. One final time. And he will like it when we come back, because he loves take versus take. He has a take versus take tattoo on his chest. Just doesn't show it. Back next on 100.7 score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Welcome back to the Bottom Line. It's time for the fastest growing game show in the world. Take versus take. You've got us on 100.7 The Score. And 107thescore.com. We all have great attitudes. We're all ready to play. We're all fully invested. Yippee. I can confirm. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint. Growing into other hours of the show. Jamie gets to compete. Like always and forever. He's chained to it. Brennan has the questions today, by the way. I feel like it's been a while since you've had questions. Yeah, so I had Landon write the questions. That seems dangerous. I know. I haven't read them yet. You know my feelings towards Landon today for some reason. (laughs) I wanted to make sure our intern felt included. That's very kind of you. Are we supposed to be doing that? What intern? (laughs) Take that, unemployed Brennan. (laughs) All right, take it away. All right. No, like literally, take it away. (laughs) Take the take versus take questions. And leave. Hey, Landon worked hard on these. Let him ask. All right. We'll start with Jamie. If you could be the (laughs) if you could be the best in the world at one specific thing, what would it be? Hmm. Well, I'm not going to give the cheesy answer. Um, Was your answer going to be making queso? And you wonder why I want to play. (laughs) I'm just trying to fill in what the cheesy answer was. I'm sorry. Just taking guesses over here. It could have been anything. I want to be the best um, mountain climber ever. In the history of ever. I want to be the guy that's climbed Everest the most. And live to tell about it. Okay. I I actually do want to go into the world of sports, but it's something that I really have zero interest in. But if I could, like, compete in it and be the best, would be awesome. It's F1 racing. Because you get to drive super fast you get to go to these awesome places to go do these races. You do get paid a bunch of money. Mostly I'm in it just because I want to drive fast and break all of these normal street rules and just feel what it's like to be able to do that and just cut it loose. And they drive that would on be road, awesome. And they drive on road courses, not yes. like ovals, right? That looks so, like so much more fun. That looks, I mean, it, it's Mario Kart in real life. And I assume the first time you get to throw out like banana pills or like blue shells, like, oh, this is my first time. I didn't know. <laughs> 
I didn't know you couldn't do that. I'm sorry. So Clint wants wants to go fast. I want to go fast, but that's not just fast and left. It, it's fast left, right, left, and swirly and yeah. Swirly. That's a technical F1 term. Yes. I'm going to give the point to Jamie. I think he had a good answer. I mean, when you climb Mount Everest a, a bunch of times and, and you live to tell the tale, I mean, that is, um, you're, you're famous forever, right? Like, that's... I couldn't tell you one person who's climbed Mount Everest. All I know is if you told, if anybody, <laughs> if you ever met anyone, anyone, and you said... It came up, and you're like, well, actually, I've climbed Everest just once. I mean, who in the world is not going to be like, wow, that's so cool. Tell me about it. Could lead to more talking. That seems but, dangerous for you. Yeah. yeah. But anybody's going to be impressed with that. Should I start putting that in conversation yeah. for me? You should. <laughs> I've actually climbed Mount Everest. Oh, you want me to prove it? Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I was more in the moment, so I didn't take any pictures or anything. Yeah, yeah but... You, I can assure you, I was wearing my uh, Croc boots while climbing. Croots. Croots. Croc boots. <laughs> Crocky. <laughs> All right, so Jamie leads 1-0. Clint. It's a commanding lead. If, it's a commanding if, lead. If you had to be a character from any book, who would you be? From any book? From any book. Um, I'd have to read a book first, <laughs> probably. <laughs> have to be able to read to do that. Um, I think, because all of my favorite books are, like, depressing, so I'm not going anywhere near, like, Old Yeller, uh, or, <laughs> like, Where the Red Fern Grows, <clears throat> you know. I figured Clint oh, would go so with... so many sad dog books out there. I figured Clint would go with something like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to go with... Because I can I pick a series? Sure. I'm going to go childish and go what I wanted to be as a kid anyways. Like the Magic Treehouse kids got to go on so many cool adventures. And they almost survived them. So I know that I would live. Um, and I wouldn't have to uh, go like, He's my dog, Ma. I'll do it. So I'll take uh, the less depressing answer there. And uh, yeah, I'll go Magic Treehouse. That's what he says. I'm taking, um, <clears throat> I would like to be the cat in the cat in the hat. I mean, he comes in, he tears up the house, he has a blast with the kids, and then he leaves. I mean, it's all good fun, man. Everybody loves the cat. The cat shows up. It is party time. It is a blast. If Brendan had a twin, he could be thing one and two for you as well. <laughs> You've thrown him off. Am I allowed to give myself a point here? No, absolutely not. You know how this works. Jamie and Mike Myers, by the way, both big cat in the hat hands. Which which Mike Myers? Michael or Mike? The actor, not the murderer. The Austin Powers actor. Uh, the point's going to go to Clint. Yes. What's wrong with the Magic Treehouse? Why do you want to give the point to that in the first place? It's not... Uh, Whatever, it's still tied. You, you, you get the point. You get the point. Don't complain. Air conditioner just shut off. Okay. So uh, we're tied. So did my desire to compete in this game. I'm like... Do we need to, like, check on you after the show? Are you okay? I'm good. Are you going to, like, drive I off a cliff? I don't remember. No, I'm great. Okay. I feel, alive, like, refreshed and alive. All Just things. giving up Kate take versus take twice a week. I think he's drinking the blue water again. <laughs> I had some of that today. <laughs> good thing you tracked it down. <laughs> Right, I may have just called so it. Sounds like she's talking about Drano. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you sound like you want to go do after the show. Just... Where's the bleach? 
usually before Drink the it. show. Question number three, please. Um, Jamie, you are racing Usain Bolt in a 200-meter dash and get to choose uh, his footwear for the race. What are you choosing? I am giving him snowshoes. Okay. That's smart. Seems like it'd be hard to run in. Um, I'm giving him Clint's t-shirt stand off-brand Croc boots. (laughs) (laughs) They're not even on brand. He's going to be so distracted by how both hideous and glorious his feet look, he won't even hear like the 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 gun shoot to start. I can just I can power walk it. Mm-hmm. I got this in the back. I can have the worst 200 time ever, which I would anyways, mm-hmm. and I would win. He'd be looking. Was, are these spurs? Why are there rubber spurs on? They're not even Croc brands. Is that a CS? What does that mean? I'm like you look great, Usain. You look great. Point goes to Jamie. Dang it. <laughs> Jamie has won. Take versus take. I've retired a champion. Peyton Manning it. Going out on top. We'll play again on Monday. <laughs> it's neat. <laughs> I'm just going to accept what Clint says. We're going to move on. There you go. We'll <laughs> take another break. We'll uh, come back and get some of your thoughts and comments on the Ace Flooring Center chat line. You can answer the take versus take questions as well. Uh, also have a question of the day when we come back. You've got the bottom line 100.7, the score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. Bill and Joel said so, so we'll do it. Maybe we'll tell Jamie he's right. Maybe we'll tell him he's crazy. Maybe we'll tell him he's wrong. We've yet to pull off the uh, trifecta. Good we chance it could happen. Uh, probably not that good of a chance. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Brendan Riker, Landon Parrish. You've got the bottom line, 100.7 the score, and 107thescore.com. Jamie, the floor is yours. All right, I'm going to uniforms today, Clint. Hmm. I say what the Red Raiders are going to face off with in Waco tomorrow the Baylor yellow is the worst uniform in the big football Big 12 conference. So it's funny. Matt and I threw this around for just a little bit. Mm. Just real quick. Um, I don't think that you're wrong in the like we have seen this Numerous times. Like that is a, I guess a staple would be the right wording for it. Yeah, it seems like something they do a bunch. Um, As much as I also hate the equally terrible, I guess it wouldn't be equally terrible, but the also terrible West Virginia yellows, Taylor's is just a little bit worse. I think so. I think so. I, I don't know if it's because the blue mixed in makes it okay with West mm. Virginia's compared to the green with Baylor. But when I was thinking about this, those were the two that were so incredibly similar. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like Baylor's is worse. It's like there's, the, yeah, the blue of the West Virginia saves it just a little bit. The green of Baylor makes it look like mustard and mucus. So uh, I, I, I think, though, from like the worst uniform of all time, at least that I can think of, off the top of my head, and I think it was just a one-off. Maybe they've worn it a couple of times, but is the the TCU one where they had like it was supposed to be like a horn frog doing its eye blood thing, and it was just not not well done. And maybe maybe they've done it more than just a couple of times, but that feels more of like that's in the rotation for Baylor a lot, like yearly. So that's where I think you're not wrong. You know, the interesting part about that TCU one, I thought they just consistently did it when they were playing the Red Raiders in Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. So they would have an excuse to wear red in the crowd and try to cover up all the red from the Red Raiders. I I, I swear I was told that one point. I I slightly agree with Jamie. I hate hate the TCU red uniforms. They're they're not red. Their colors are not red. Yes, but... What TCU had on Saturday night, it was like the same exact uniform without the the red in it. 
And I thought it looked really slick. And was this, this past Saturday night? Yeah, that's no, they didn't wear that Saturday night. They didn't but have they, red. But but it was this one. They didn't have the red. No, it's more. It's way more black. Yeah. Yeah. Last Saturday was way more black. This one is a. This one's terrible. Well, and it's the red that makes it awful. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. But it's still just horrible. Just why? Yes. Why? How could they look at themselves in the mirror? And I asked this for the Baylor and West Virginia yellows as well and go, this looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, is it a, I, I, this totally isn't the case, but if it was like a sarcastic, you know, the fans like it, even though it's kind of a joke, but we, that's why we only do it once a year. I'd be like, okay, but that's not the case. Like they're yeah. like this Baylor yellow. Yellow out, banana out, at the toilet bowl. Come on, everyone, wear your yellow. <laughs> Dress like the things we share DNA with, bananas. So, yeah, I won't I won't say you're wrong. You were right is what I'm saying. Okay. Jamie, you are right. I Those are hideous. I thought it was interesting how y'all compared the West Virginia yellow to the Baylor. I'm, I mean... There's slight differences, but somehow the Baylor yellow is worse than the West Virginia West yellow. Virginia yellow. I think it's just because Baylor, instead of going with gold, it's now just yellow. It's it's not a gold like they used to in their color scheme. But I, even I like then, it. when they went to gold, they weren't supposed to be gold, right? Like this yellow is more of what their scheme is supposed to be. Sure, sure. I will say, as far as West Virginia goes, their digital camo baseball uniforms are probably the worst in the conference. I I said a nice. Uh, those are those aren't great. I don't think I hate them as much as you do. The the Kansas State lavender on dark purple basketball. Oh, They're the worst thing in the world. What K what were you doing? K K State baseball does it too. Like they're Nike's making them lavender shoes. And their uniforms have like a deep purple. Yeah, <laughs> looks and I'm bad. Like, you guys are clashing terribly. It, it's like a five-year-old dress themselves. Yeah. I mean, I hope they keep doing it, so I can keep laughing at them. Just match. Is it too much to ask? <laughs> match. It is. It's like they started a uniform and they forgot the shorts, and so they're like, "Well, we have these in a box, and yeah, I guess put them on." Yeah, Whatever. no doubt. Those are that's a terrible look. That might be the worst of any team in the conference in any sport. Couldn't happen to a better program. Uh Landon. Yeah, I I think you're right. I don't agree with the the TCU hate on those uh ones with the the, the orange red. on the face mask and stuff. Um mm -hmm. I know they debuted those versus Texas, but I don't know what those uniforms are for. I do like those a lot, though. I think those are cool. Mm -hmm. But the Baylor Baylor yellow is horrible, and I think it's the green that they decide to put with it that makes it just that little bit worse. Yeah, just like how how could we take how could we take this uniform and just push it over the edge? How yeah. can we confirm that our stadium is shaped like a toilet? Ah, oh, yes, yellow uniforms. That's going to be even worse if you don't pull out a win over there in Waco because, like, all these things are like, oh, you have a terrible stadium. Oh, you look terrible. Oh, you've been not very good this year. It's going to feel extra sucky on top of it to, <laughs> to lose to them in Waco. Uh, are you Speaking of uniforms, uh, does the Red Raiders choice make you nervous? Aren't they, like, 0-5 in that combination? No. Or something? Is that hanging over your head? No. <laughs> Is it going to keep you up tonight? No, I mean I'm nervous about the game, but oh, you, so you mean not, you're nervous about the actual play? Yeah, not the color the of the uniforms. As long as we're red, white, black, gray, I'm good. I very much dislike the the three colors of the uniform. I do not think it looks good. Of this particular one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the? Uh, why was Baylor buying into that Texas Tech was going to wear? all black yeah i don't you know they that? they thought we were trolling them yeah who knows <laughs> twitter twitter storms are fun <laughs> they finna cook you yeah 
Uh, this on the Ace Blowing Center chat line. Baylor needs to go back to the Hunter Green and Gold. Their uniforms used to look good. I agree. I, I agree with that statement. Now, yeah. their, their Cotton Bowl uniforms against Michigan State, they can throw those in the trash and keep those there. <laughs> I don't... I don't know if I think any of Baylor's uniforms look good. I think some of them look better. I just... I. The only green and yellow team that, like, looks good, the Packers. Not Oregon at times. That shade of green. Excuse me. Dark green and yellow like that is the Packers. You're right. Oregon has some very slick uniforms, but usually the ones I like aren't all the way <laughs> green and yellow. It's kind of the I like the chrome ones and stuff that they do. Uh, unless you are giving a game away to them and they're in the Jones, then suddenly I don't like the uniforms as much. Um, that's a good point, though. Mm. The darker, the, the Baylor green and yellow, that darker green and yellow, to me, the only one that usually looks good are the Packers. And I think that's almost just a nostalgia thing because they've been around forever and have history with them. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, like I love uh, nostalgic NBA teams and logos that aren't around or they don't use the same one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What Except about- for the Sonics look, I hated the Super Sonics look. It looked horrible. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you what you think of the Sonics. Yeah, they looked. It's one like if I had a hat, it would just be because they're not around. But at the same time, like this, this does not make the, their uniforms good or better. Mm-hmm. It is the Yates. <laughs> bottom line, one hundred point seven. The score. You can hit us up on the Yates. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Flooring center chat line. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.